welcome to the Fun House Podcast. It's a very special, fun episode. My name is Lindsay. I'm joined by some Fun House talent, beautiful cast members here. We've got Charlotte, mm -hmm. Avery. I'm so glad that you decided to bring us on for one of the fun episodes. <laughs> that's, that's really nice of you. That's right. Elise Wollums. Hi, thanks for having me. And Dan Schneider. Hey. You, you cannot I want to come for the bat episode, too. Me, too. Uh -huh. Say bat episode? Yes. Because <laughs> we did a bat video once, and it was kind of bad. We're here to talk about <laughs> Michael <laughs> Keaton and Batman and the Flash, right? Uh, spoilers! <laughs> <laughs> spoilers! Spoilies! Is the movie called The Batman and the Flash? With Michael Keaton. It's, it's called Batman and the Flash. <laughs> so Ryan's not here today because five's a crowd. And uh, that's how the saying goes. And I wanted to spend a little bit of time and talk about the newest season of our D&D tabletop RPG show, Must Be Dice. It's a brand new season called Barbie Didn't Do It. And it was written and DM'd by Elise. Brilliant. And uh, the first episode came out. So it I did? thought, yeah, it did. <laughs> well, oh, like, okay. Play along. Right, right. Along. <laughs> um, <gasps> and so <laughs> it's me... Charlotte and Elise, and Dan has been a producer of many of our Must Be Dice series and board game show, and I just w thought we could have a fun conversation about the newest season, about some of our seasons in the past, and just D&D &D and sure. tabletop gaming in general. Thank you. So, First of all, I've been looking forward to seeing Elise DM for, I don't know, five or six. That Ever was since really, we started playing games. Is this the a first? First? one, No, no, you're there's, the only a, one. there's a long line of four of us, I think. It was such a treat <laughs> to be like, the, the players who got to have for sure. oh, are, It was a big treat for the two of you to be the mainline characters in this series. It was a weight off of my shoulders, and we can True. get into that. <laughs> sure, yeah, well, let's, yeah. Okay. Um, so it's a, it's a Barbie, so let's explain a little bit what it is, and that way people can go check it out after this if they wanna check it out. It's, it's Barbie themed, it's called Barbie Didn't Do It, Murder Mystery. Dolls, it's drama, and what? What's the tagline? Death. Death. Dolls, I kind of feel like it's Barbie meets true crime, too, oh, okay. or thriller. It it originally was Barbie meets the fugitive. That's right. Because okay. she's so kind of is. Yeah. No, the other title's better. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a bar PG? <laughs> oh, my God. We haven't oh, been that. Too little, all. too late, Charlotte. Have too much at the perfectly good out. time. It's a good amount of things <laughs> at the right amount of time. RPG. Oh my god, I get wow. stop on the podcast. I get rebuked for <laughs> spewing gold. Oh, it's great. I Have think you been holding on to I that? I think we're upset that it hasn't been part of the promotion for the show. Yeah. Well, let's think positively, yeah, okay? Gotta, I'm going to send out some slacks right Yeah, now. we got a couple weeks of episodes. Yeah, we need to send some corrections. And once you chew on it, you're going to realize, like everything I say, there's not a lot of substance. It goes as far as you can throw it. There's Sword really association. There. It's just free association, exactly. <laughs> it's it's whatever micro in, uh, interest I have at the time. Thankfully, this is a skill that you also brought to oh, yeah. Barbie Didn't Do It. <laughs> Boy, did I. You I, did. I, I guess. Spades. I don't remember what happened. Happened. I like, blacked out. <laughs> yeah, I've been to the fugue state. You just embodied your character. A lot, of, a lot of free associating. Uh, Are yeah. you a method actor, actress? No, I don't do that stuff. Okay. Well, you don't go home and go, you asked ah, if, look in the mirror, I'm candy. <laughs> oh, I thought you asked if I was a meth head actress. Yes. <laughs> there it is again. Stuff. There it is again. They'll switch around. Bathtub drugs, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, so it, it starts from a place of Barbie is on the lam because she's been accused of killing her new boyfriend, Kenneth. 
And so she's in hiding and she needs someone to go and clear her name for her because she can't. She'll get arrested. Mm -hmm. And so she recruits her two best friends, Georgette, played by Lindsay, and Candy, played by Charlotte. It's true. To go and do that. And so that's that's kind of the conceit of the show. And then it expands from there. We go on an adventure through about six episodes. And, um, you know, I like there's puzzles and there's mysteries and fun characters that appear. Mini games. Oh, mini yeah. Games. There, there are puzzles and mini games, which <laughs> my character is very stupid. So I had an out, but I genuinely didn't and realize how to solve. One. Can we talk <laughs> about that? Because they both. You guys brought it so hard with the characters Seriously. that you play. Very hard. And I kind of gave you a little loose starting point of this is, I think, a character. I They're pretty much based, save for the candy being stupid, they're based on the two of you. So Georgette. <laughs> George, and, 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 and I saved their you went, you went a different way that I thought you were going to go with it. Uh-huh. Because Georgette Lindsay's character is very handy, DIY-centric. She can do anything. She's really, really positive. And... Candy, Charlotte's character, I made her a musician and I th- and I thought she would just be kind of maybe more sp- more like spiritual or in touch with that. But I thought so too because I had a whole crystal thing. Yeah, artistic. But then I made you started the, with the crystals. But then I but I also the crystals were just the thing that my boyfriend was <laughs> yeah. into that I adopted. Uh, so yeah. I feel like it was in keeping with the character. Which your love life is also a ongoing plot point of this show because <laughs> yeah, you right. have a paramour in South America who you correspond with by letter but you've never met. But yeah. you're going to get married. I don't even remember mm-hmm. if he has a name. And then you have sort of this side guy at the restaurant tables that you play <laughs> at tables. where he's a bus <laughs> he's a bus boy he's a dishwasher was, right? I, oh he's a dishwasher because at one point I confuse him as a waiter and you're like no no no, no, no. no. <laughs> well his no, name no, no. was like Zake Zake yeah and you were like well I always seated at Zake's table I was like right yes next the to one the, that's dishwasher. By the dishwasher <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I have had the pleasure of reliving so much of it because I'm cutting some of it Don's cutting yeah some of it so it's all kind of fresh it's going to be fun to mind, watch yeah. for that same reason. I just oh, yeah. I remember so little of it because we just shot it in such a short amount of time. Yeah, yeah, well, and that's something I want to talk about, too, a little bit later is like the production experience of doing these types of, uh, you know, shows, but also like a RPG role playing experience um, and like versus when I'm actually doing it at, at home and that I've been doing one campaign for almost a year at home now. Um and so it's it's there's a big difference. Um, and I don't want to spoil too much of the whole story in general because I'm really excited for everybody to like watch watch it as it unfolds. Um, but I do want to know how long have you <coughs> been sort of planning like the Barbie RPG, like an RPG or murder mystery themed with Barbie themes? Well, I, I know I've been after Elise to DM for a long time, and we were just in a meeting brainstorming ideas for Must Be Dice Seasons, mm-hmm. and she just blurted out Barbie RPG, kind of out of nowhere. I don't know. Barbie RPG? How long ago it. was that? That's this was funny. at the end of last year. Thank you. Oh, okay. Maybe we're thinking about what to do for Must Be Dice this year, and you just blurted it out, and it was one of those moments in a meeting where everyone kind of stops, and was like, that's an incredible idea. We need to stop everything we're doing and make that instead of whatever bullshit we were coming up with. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everything we come up with is good. It's just whether we have <laughs> no. the resources, you know. Well, that's true. But it's one of those special so, moments yeah. where it's like, wait, that's too good of an idea to not just be doing this right now. We're also excited for the Barbie movie. Yeah. So. That, well, there's a lot of Barbie hype right now because yeah. the movie is coming out. And so you really, I think, nailed the timing and pulled it together. Oh, thanks. Were you guys big Barbie kids? I was. Yeah. Or, are Georgette and Candy Barbie characters? No, they're like not. custom 
they're not existing characters in the Barbie universe. They're just original friends. Like <laughs> I think it's Good. yeah, it's all parody. So the idea is they're kind of based on it's a parody, a, a character that it's you would uh, parody. know it's to parody. be a Barbie friend. And yeah. also something we haven't mentioned, and it's not a surprise at oh. all, but is that you're going and you're interrogating Barbie's ex-boyfriends. She has mm-hmm. a chain of ex-boyfriends who we feel like know information. And right. they're played by Freddie Wong, mm. Jacob Fullerton, mm. and Patrick Brown. Yeah. <laughs> and Jacob was almost dead the day. He oh my God, yeah. <laughs> so was Patrick. Poor Jacob. Really? Yeah, on his day, he, was, he, he had a very miniature bout of food poisoning. Oh, that's <laughs> right. He ate some weird food and was like, I need to go home. Which is something that, I will say going into this, I wasn't really, I felt really confident in telling a story and, and making the show, but it's the variables like that yeah. of what can go wrong. When you have these you production pivot? days planned. Well, even one day you, you know, were like, oh, I'm not the, feeling the so The second great. day after like, lunch. Are you okay? Yeah. Like, no, I don't know. And, but you what just did the eating? recording. Like, I don't know. The second day I just, album. yeah. And I think it's like you sit for so long and because yeah. we shot them over two days, yeah. all six episodes. I it felt great the whole time. I don't know about you, Lindsay. I was eating clean. I mean, yeah, it was pretty fine too. But I just want to clarify too since we didn't elaborate, but Jacob had... Like, I think he had laryngitis, yeah. so mm-hmm. when you watch that episode, he's going to sound real rough, but also doing an Australian accent. So <laughs> it sounds, yeah. he sounds crazy, kind of. He sounds cool. and he, <laughs> he was a trooper. He had messaged yeah. me that morning and said, hey, I lost my voice. I I really want to do this. He'd been practicing it for weeks doing this. Yeah. He'd been Steve watching, Irwin. yeah, so many videos. <laughs> and I don't know if I can do it, though. And I was like, I totally understand it's. It's up to you. I kind of, he, I kind of left it to him. I'm like, yeah. it's up to you. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call Ryan yeah, and see if Jacob. Ryan can do a backup. So I call Ryan, and he wakes up all groggily and is like, "Sorry, I called it's 4 you." Four p.m. At- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he wakes up super groggily and he's like, "Sorry, I butt dialed you at one a.m." And I'm like, "You did not." It's <laughs> Elise. Uh, he's like, "Yeah, I did." And I'm like, "No, you didn't." <laughs> and I, I kind of put it on his radar, and he's, he's sort of cool with it. And the other option was to just play his character as an NPC. Yeah. yeah. But I was like, it's More so fun. fun to have somebody. So that. yeah, he he rallied and he did it. And I think the show's so much better. The like he really overextended himself to do it. And it was. Real did you fun test Ryan's accent? Did you make him? I mean, oh, it would have been just an he abysmal. Only, he only has the one, so <laughs> it's I mean, like sort of British. Rygon, Star Wars. I mean, he it's, did. Yeah, Rygon, uh, Star Wars. He did do an Australian accent you know, on my show on All Good No Worries when he did an impression of Alana, oh and it God. sounds a lot like Rygon. <laughs> He's like, "Oh, I'm from Australia." <laughs> that was a little Lindsay, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Australia. Speaking of Ryan, we do need to get him in Must Be Dice at some point. Yeah. He told me he didn't want to because he's intimidated by being able to do anything in like a role-playing <laughs> game. He's like, I need limited options. There, I, I think there are I think limited options. I think it'd be great. Listen, because I know there are limited options because in my D&D that I do at home, which I want to talk about again later, I get mad because I go, why don't you just let me do anything? <laughs> and he's like... That's, that's your boyfriend I, that's limiting you, too. I know. He goes, that's not how we play you the game. I go, I don't want to play your game. <laughs> Trouble in paradise. That's, that's why I liked uh, the way, like, the sort of DMing, like, ethos that has guided so much of Must Be Dice. Like, the way you guys and Patrick have done it. Like, I rem- I go back and watch Lasers and Feelings, like, oh. once so a month. Good. And just the part where you go, like, don't you think the pig might have had some cybernetic enhancements? And he just goes... <laughs> 
fuck it, that happens. <laughs> <laughs> he says that in regards to something. And then Mothman, Jesus. That was oh, yeah. the same. Man, I want to play, play a Patrick D&D It's so session. funny. He says no. He says no. He says That's no. Probably true. He says no. He just learned that <laughs> word and how to say it that way. He goes no. The first D and D series I ever did was back in 2014 when, for game trailers. We did tabletop adventures, oh. and that was very unlike what we do here. We did. You guys played actual D and D, probably. Yes, we played actual D and D. Some of the episodes were like an hour and a half to two hours. It was math, <laughs> and, oh, and also like. But it was like as a player, it was awesome because our DM just rolled. Like here, I think we're more focused on like how do we make this a little bit more contained show. and entertaining. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that show was really great and fun and memorable. And we played, you know, we did like thirty something episodes. And that's a lot. How was it, there, what was your character's name? Pervy. He was Pervin's Toscobble because I've done my <laughs> pathetic Hobbit or Halfling trilogy now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like the <laughs> Edgar Wright films. Yeah. <laughs> Cornetto. How often, what was the frequency of doing those? Was it streamed? It was recorded? It was, it was recorded, and I think it was weekly. And we just went oh for before streaming was invented. Yeah, you, it was wild. Did you say like Chris Perkins reached out to you guys? He, this is like one of the main guys at he did. at Wizards of the Coast. Yeah, he did stuff, but he was super cool and did some some stuff with us. That's really cool. It was really neat. And That's so nifty. Yeah, and I feel like we've we've like lived a lifetime of D and D here with twits and crits, and now with must be dice like. How so long have you been doing this for? I know. <laughs> Not long enough because it's still happening. I don't I mean, know. I love it. I, this this kind of sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I was just gonna say this kind of stuff has ruined playing role playing games for me because every now and then I would you know play like a one off of D and D or like go to someone's house where they were play testing their version, which mm -hmm. is a just more complex, less fun version of D and D. <laughs> Um, like the way you mod Minecraft, and uh, <laughs> then once Did I got you ruined Minecraft, <laughs> she just makes it too complicated. She's like, I'm going to space, and then Rick's like, I blew up the world with a nuclear explosion. We just play a mod pack, and it's fun. We're having a good time. <laughs> Disagree. She speaks but, for everyone. But, but I, I can only play now like a role playing game if I know that someone will be able to watch it later and laugh because yeah. like why are you wasting I mean, your creative energy? She, yeah, she knows so. like when they they do their Star Wars role playing thing and they didn't ask me because I was like I don't like that shit. <laughs> you, Star Wars. Do you want me to be totally honest about what Charlotte told me? Oh, about I what I told toast. you. Yeah. She she because I was like who should we put in this talking to you know my boyfriend. And Charlotte once told me that she got kicked out from a session because she just was goofing and not taking it seriously. That's not true. That's you're, that, you're that person. I got kicked out of the group. Yeah. Not out of a session. Oh, the group. The that's what I mean. Group? That's what I mean. Uh, no. No, no, like no, the, no, no. The, the roommate group. The role-playing party oh. or whatever. It was my roommate's D&D group. They said I wasn't taking it seriously. See, enough. she got kicked out. So I was like, oh, you're not taking it Cameron's seriously? not going to handle that well. So. Uh, what? <laughs> Lindsay, well, you tell Cameron. I mean, I wouldn't have wanted to do it anyway, but that's a piss poor reason to exclude <laughs> someone. When you play at home, when the cameras are off, do you feel that, that expectation of you still feel like you need to be performing and on with it? Is it different? Um, it's not that different. I feel way more laid back because I'm drinking a lot of wine <laughs> while I'm doing it. Why and were you drinking during Barbie? You could have been. And uh, be a good idea. well, because you know I don't want to get sleepy. I always get very sleepy towards the end of our sessions. <laughs> hey, you and know, I'm sitting there going, "What's well, hours and hours?" Is this over? Yet? We do about three hours. That's a lot. Yeah, I'm that's kind of what you have to do when you're actually. But I've grown a lot people. since that happened. That was almost I a decade you. ago. I'm a different person. You're way I more serious you. now. 
Well, I mean, no one's saying that. I'm for focused. I did a whole RPG about Barbie. Remember? (laughs) Which we speed ran over two days. Yeah. It is like an intense kind of marathon of production and and playing games. Especially when you step into the skin of another woman. There are a couple, like, we've shot other shows where we've done it over weeks. I yeah, so didn't Super Princess was over a long period of time. I thought like that went on we forever. It, we yeah. had to stop in the middle. Yeah. For, I don't yeah. remember Patrick why. got I pregnant was... in season four. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he was behind a counter for all his scenes. We had a fixed set, though, that we didn't have to break down That was nice. Because that was kind airing... of one hassle we had. Done. At some point, we took like two months off of making that show. It was... I. Maybe no, was it around? Why? No, it wasn't around. We're moving. There was some reason. It might have been like a holiday or a work break or something like that, maybe. Yeah. It was a lot nicer when you can just put up a set and leave it there. Yeah. Like yeah. this thing we have to change constantly. But both, uh, both, what was the one that we just did before this? Uh, the Forgotten Planet um, and Barbie, it was shot in two days. Yeah. Which I don't mind. It's just, it is a lot of role playing in one day, in two days. It is. Were there, were there any points where you had to like really pivot? Or did it all kind of go according to plan? No. I think I, John had to like change a lot of stuff. Was he just kind of letting everybody do whatever? I think he had <laughs> I think he had plans to get through a lot of story. Oh. And then after like two or three episodes, like we're never going to Oh, the get Mondo there. effect. Yeah. Well, I What's was going to say, effect? I think that he wasn't. Wants to get through a story. Oh, okay. I, I mean, I can't speak for him and he, I'm if he ever wants to talk about it. But from my understanding, I think there was, yeah, like a lot of story and Maybe he didn't necessarily think about it of a let them do a lot of stuff. I think it w- turned out to be much more like, oops, I forgot that they would make decisions. <laughs> oh, <laughs> for this, which I think is a maybe a common mistake that you can that's make very, when you're planning yeah. a, a whole story. Like as you're learning to be a, like a dungeon master, game master, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. I think there's a time where you're like, I want to play my story. I want people to play my story. And then yeah. there's let's all play a game together. And those are yeah. two different approaches to doing yeah. it. Not that one's better than the other, but yeah, they're, di- they're very different approaches. This is a very boring response, but everything went as I hoped it would, and we covered. She's perfect. What, no, it's not that. It's I, not that. I just make up a story. About, I about Charlotte. <laughs> Charlotte, Charlotte pooped on the <laughs> set. I was sitting down. And you wouldn't be able to tell on camera. You can't. If you hadn't said something. She, she kept saying, episode. "You can't tell. You can't tell." You're wearing a white jumpsuit or something. <laughs> Overall, yeah. yeah. And then let me tell you, it was all over. Yeah. Me. I, <laughs> it was covered in shit. I had also I had like written that fourth season of Chris and Crits. So uh, I, League of Extraordinary Gyrements. I think yeah. I think in terms like in terms of like knowing what volume of content, I was like, oh, okay, I feel like I know how much you can cover in an hour. And with you two, it was a pared down cast, right? There are two episodes mm-hmm. where it's just the three of us yeah. of the six. I honestly think that works better. It was, well, when you have fewer people to yeah. get in the way. Originally, I thought maybe I would cast a third person, like maybe like pull a gal I know from the D&D scene and be like, or tabletop third scene and be Barbie. like, you want to join? But you two have such good chemistry you play off each other so well. We're very clicky. And, <laughs> and you wouldn't have welcomed them. Would have Whoever would have been would have had a bad time because like the not taking it seriously I think would have amplified on our end. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. she'd be like, I'm a professional D&D person. <laughs> Sorry, audience. Oh, and listeners. I think ultimately the dynamic of you two being able to play off each other and be goofy and fun and have that very intimate, because you're supposed to be Barbie's best friends, yeah. right? And to have that true. very intimate B-B-B-S. connection. And then the, the outsider interloper being the Ken whatever Ken is appearing in that episode, I think it was a fun, like, 
yeah. dynamic that we we landed on, and I think it might have been overwhelming to have a, th a third Barbie yeah. alongside the two of you. I definitely liked the the setup and the number of you that there were. Just even by the end of the first episode, y'all had embodied Charlotte and Ken or. Uh, Georgette and Candy. Georgette and yeah. Candy, yeah. So close, so close. <laughs> so much. Like, I know you were already living in your character by the end of like playing it for 40 minutes. It was like really impressive. Yeah. Um, well, so without spoiling like too much of the general overall arc, I am was curious like what kind of inspirations you took from to like kind of create some of the little moments in Barbie. I, I mean it's murder mystery, so yeah. that's a big one of Yeah, I love I love it's one of my favorite genres. Clue. I, I took him to Clue. <laughs> I did I you know, I originally when it was Barbie was the Fugitive, the fugitive right? was the initial little Yeah, and so then I went and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna rewatch The Fugitive, which I did and I then didn't I kill my wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Paris and Ford and Barbie are very different. Well, but the movie good is so I, fucking good still. Ultimately didn't end up just parodying the plot of the fugitive, which I thought maybe I would do. Okay. But it does come from a place of Murder is committed, Barbie's boyfriend, Kenneth, and then she's the the accused. So, like, that's kind of the basis. But I think more of it evolved around who the Kens were. Because it's because mm. you go to their worlds, right? So Re Kenzo, Reddy's, uh, Kenzo Freddy's character is a race car driver. Yeah. So that takes you to the to the racetrack, yeah. and like Patrick's character is a doctor. So you go to the uh, doctor so, themed stuff. Just so condescending. Some clips of him, and he's so good. Oh my god, so he's awful. Such an asshole so in this show. It's yeah. amazing. So I was thinking he might have been channeling his his upset tum tum. Yeah. By throwing that anger at you. No, he does that when he's uh, well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's normal. Just, there's Lizzie, no excuse. You went kind of like a cowgirl sort of <laughs> farm. Angle with it's a lot to do with your your cow's fortieth birth. <laughs> yeah, there's like I think it it's the it's the line. Maybe it's a never been kissed. Maybe it's Molly Shannon's character who says nobody's going to want to buy the the cow. The, if you give the if, milk if away, if you give the milk, milk away for free. free. Um, I or saw, it's some some line from one of those. You know, '90s films. I always think when she gets on the Ferris wheel alone, and the guy's like, "Lonely Rider, Bucket Four, <laughs> Lonely Rider." But Charlotte, uh, you played an idiot. A simpleton, yeah. <laughs> Not with, idiot. With with a peculiar set of gifts. Yes. That like the like heart of like copper. uh, <laughs> yeah, like uh, a decent musicianship, superhuman strength, uh, <laughs> which comes up. <laughs> That's a recurring theme with your. With yeah, I thought characters. it was really funny if like if she had idiot strength. Yeah. Because um, I just think that's I, I love a I love a brutish simpleton, and, and but I did kind of. I did kind of like write, you know, quote unquote myself into a corner in a it matter of speaking because it was it's really hard to problem solve when you are role playing as the dumbest person. Like, yeah, like she gave you actual gate like she gave. Too, well, right? that, for some of those, I honestly did would never have solved because I just assumed I was like, God, oh, it's just made up gobbledygook. Oh. There's nothing on here that makes any sense. And then Lindsay's like, it's a an anagram. And I was like. <laughs> but like I would have to you like, were like I was role playing being stupid I was so exactly I, I was yeah well I just I kind of had to like back Nothing. my way into problem solving issues like because I couldn't put it all on Lindsay I was like I have to like pull my weight in the RPG but my character is dumber than a sack of bricks so I had to like find ways for her to like dumb herself into into answers 
you were very artful with it, or, or you would at least kind of present a different perspective that I think would then give her character a chance to respond and go, no, it's this. Yeah, yeah. like, I, I don't know. It's something I think of when I watch Always Sunny is that there's it's sort of like a rotating carousel of, like, intelligence. Like, for every given episode, any character could be very stupid or relatively smart. Like, yeah. you could picture any one of the gang saying, that's a great idea or like, no, that's really stupid. Yeah. It would never work. And so like, I, I didn't want it to be like, oh, suddenly Candy's smart for this episode. I was like, she's got to be stupid all the way to the finish line. I think if I had known that you were going to play it stupid, I maybe would have like tailored something at a certain point where I'm like, Like oh. putting blocks into shaped holes. <laughs> <laughs> like like know, knowing, you know, her specific idiocy will make her the person to solve this. But that is what happened. Like, we made it work. Like, yeah. Didn't Not, I, like, put on a crocodile suit or something yes. and do oh, a beautiful yeah. dance? Yeah, by your inventive hand, you made that stuff work. Like, like Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, not by me. I had ultra team, hand. I think that's actually one of my favorite parts of like role-playing games is you have this little bit of a story and you don't know how to get necessarily where you're going and you just rely on the people you're playing with to give you that back. And it's, you know, part of improv, but it's what I think separates RPGs from just playing a game or playing a board game. Yeah. It's like being able to have equal contribution between a storyteller and people that are playing the story as well. Yeah. yeah, and the story, I, I don't know, I, this is probably nothing new, but it exists on its own outside of the rules of the game, which I like. like it just makes it so fun to think about and remember and bring up stories. What uh, You made kind of your own simple version of, you know, it's not D&D, y'all don't have stats or anything like that, but what made you want to make a super, super simple rolling scheme instead of doing something where they had too many stats and a whole bunch of numbers yeah. and a complicated sheet? I just like when the focus is on like telling a story and role playing and, and goofs and gaffs and gaffs. Uh, yeah, goofs, yeah. gaffs. And the journey. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> and not staring at paper. Yes. And and figuring out like, okay, what do I have to add? Modify, do I have to add? Which is fun and can be really, really fun. But as an audience, as a viewer, you don't always maybe yeah. enjoy. Yes. Also, it not being challenging was great. Like, rather than, <laughs> oh, fail is going to set us back half an hour. It's just like, oh, you failed. So now we have to find an alternate route. Yeah. And, and, there were points, though, too, where maybe you, our system was that you would roll a six if you were challenging something or you presented with a challenge, mm -hmm. and one to two was a failure, five to six was a success, and then three to four was this gray area. And the three to four was interesting because there were times where you got this, but maybe your character had a little bit of an aptitude, or mm -hmm. there's a point where you two... Candy, you're, that's this is a minor spoiler, but Candy, not not anything that's going to be impactful to you watching the show, but Candy decides to sing to try to get her way out of a situation, and she's uh -huh. a singer. She is. She performs at tables. You roll miserably, so by all accounts you fail. But then Georgette comes in and harmonizes with you, and you roll in that like three to four area. Yeah. But the friendship is so strong, and like the camaraderie between you two is like so fun in that moment. <laughs> That it just felt right to say, okay, you succeed here. Yeah, like, and the, well, that's what I like about this kind of campaign too, and the way that you set up the rules is because it really lends to the sort of like movie magic or the feel good moment of something when you're watching a movie and you just want something to work just because wouldn't it just be nice? That, <laughs> so like that's what I like about that. It's like yeah. It's telling the game like be cool. Come on yeah. man. Like, Come on man. <laughs> cool. Which is literally me and my boyfriend every time we're playing D&D. Come uh, on man. Well, the way I look at it is it's I know what the beats are going to be in the end and I know but it's how yeah. we're going to get there yeah. is going to be the fun where the 
ex unusual stuff can happen, but we still want to try to tell a complete story, beginning, middle, and end. So I think it's actually pretty that? tricky. Like make make because you know a lot of these RPGs we're talking about, you play for like three hours, and that mm -hmm. that works for some shows like Critical Role or whatever, like the biggest people on the internet. But for us trying to take that and make it, you know, a forty-five minute show that has a beginning, a middle, and end, and beats, and like I think it's actually really complicated and. Doing it like live, we don't cut a lot from these episodes. I think it's really impressive trying to do all those things in such a short amount of time. It's not scripted at all. You know, you might have an idea of some beats here or there, but I don't know. I, th I just think the whole idea of it is super fun. Mm -hmm. Just sitting down and, and we'll get there. We'll see where we get by the end of 45 minutes. And it's not going to be three hours of staring at numbers on paper. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, we, I think we found like an original way to make RPGs different and interesting and, and fun shows. I agree. We're the first channel to, <laughs> to ever make content out of tabletop gaming. We are. Well, I also we knew are. we had to make it in a condensed amount of time because there's no way that the bullshit people would spin up. I would remember. Like if we a week went by. Oh, it's really hard. I would not remember oh, yeah. some crazy shit Charlotte threw in there of like, the dogs chase me. I would have forgotten oh, about the, the dogs. dogs. By, you know. <laughs> I'm just remembering There's the dogs. Stay notes. tuned for yeah, the thanks dogs. Thanks for being a, a good sport, Elise, because oh, I love oh, I yeah. love like getting on to the smallest detail and carrying it with you through the entire <laughs> yeah. thing. That's what I love and why those I'm like me bits. with the horrible long-term memory. I want those call. I want always the callbacks, the oh, carry yeah. through stuff. I love those things, but I know that I'm not going to as so you a have, DM, because yeah. short term back, memory like, and little... bad long term memory. Yes. That's like the reverse of every human I know. I know. <laughs> well, comes back a, like a little Easter egg. I, Patrick I has. Did you say El Easter egg? A little <laughs> oh. El Easter egg. And, this, and is, this is terrible. the celebration of El Easter. You, yeah, no, this stuff is that, very bad. You two do it so so great and so special in this whole show, where both That's of you true. are coming up with so many like funny little. Tidbits or like I was trying to keep up balls. with her the whole time. Uh, you create your own. <laughs> you really do a, a great Best. world building job. Like they're the tables. And oh yeah, the dogs. Like, is tables a callback joke or did you? Come no, up with I just tables? thought it would be a funny name for a chain restaurant. So I picture it being like, <laughs> and it is. That was right. Vacation in Malibu. Yeah, <laughs> just thinking beach. about like the people that never left your hometown. Yeah. Like, where do they drink on a Friday night? Applebee's. They go to tables. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, just the most generic thing. Like it tables brew house. And, and Lindsay kind of tables invents. brew house. Oh yeah, it's a, it's a craft club now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's you sad. invent a deceased husband for your character. Oh yeah, the, what was his oh, like? I Brad? forget his name. Um, it was something, ben? but Wait, Bill or married? something. Yeah, she Boy, had a husband, is that okay with a late her? husband, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I should have checked, but uh, <laughs> gosh, and I, you might re you probably remember more because I don't I don't Rob? know. It's been. But you guys had a great relationship. He left yeah. me oh. a bunch of money and I bought a craft shop. Yeah, and and he's he was a big fan of Freddie's character, the race car oh, yeah, driver. Oh, he's a big fan of the race car. Bud, driver. is it Bud? But maybe, it was maybe Bud. Buck. 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 Maybe Buck. Also, it was maybe Buck. I'm not. Are we certain? I think it's Buck. I remember okay. Buck. I also remember Jeff and Bobby. Oh, God. oh my <laughs> gosh! People have to watch because, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like Lindsay and Charlotte, uh, unfiltered, <laughs> random things. It's really, really Jeff, cool. Jeff and <laughs> Lindsay <laughs> and Charlotte at terminal velocity <laughs> in this show. Just hurtling towards the sun. Yeah. <laughs> were there were well, there any NPCs that you played at least that stick in your memory? I wish I actually kind of wish that I had done more with. NPCs. Uh, Rocky Papaducci oh. is maybe the one. Oh, Rocky Papaducci. And nobody knows what it means, and you're going to no. find out what Rocky Papaducci means. I wish means. I found a way to. Yeah, that was but good stuff. There was uh, the other one in the uh, 
the zoo or animal reserve. Oh yeah, yeah. Jacob's a, kind of assistant or sidekick. And yeah, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, agreed. It, it flew by. It, it felt long in the moment, but then in retrospect, I'm like, oh, there's not a lot of time to. It's six episodes. Yeah, six yeah. episodes. How long are they about? Forty five. Minutes about okay, forty-five minutes. The first episode's already out, so everybody who's watching this can afterwards go check that out. I'm gonna go watch um, it. I will. And <laughs> we're brain. going to take a quick ad break here, oh. and we'll come back and talk a little bit more about RPGs. Is there anything else you want to add about Barbie? Or can you put an ad for Barbie in the ads? Sure. Go ahead. Take it away. Oh, uh, watch Barbie a, didn't do yeah. it right now. Dolls drama and. Death. death. I can't. <laughs> Dolls, drama, and dogs. And we'll be and right Jeff back. And Bobby. We'll be right back after this uh, break. Today's podcast episode is sponsored by Shady Rays. All right, it's getting to that time of year where every time I step outside, pretty much need sunglasses. Most of the time, that's pretty much all year round. Uh, but luckily, our friends at Shady Rays have you covered with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair I've ever worn. I have the ones that have like the no-tangle thing, the little aviators. And I tell you what, especially on a hair day like this, mm, they're perfect because otherwise I'd get all in there and be pulling all my hairs out. and ugh, It's so annoying. If you lose or break your sunglasses, even on day one, they'll send you a new pair with no questions asked. And if you don't love your shitty rays, you can always exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. Every purchase supports the Shady Rays Impact Program, which works directly with our nonprofits uh, in their communities to empower and make adventure accessible for all walks of life. There's really no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code FHPOD for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. The Shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. All right, listen up. You might be like, hey, we've heard about RTX lots, but guess what? It's coming up. It's real soon, okay? It is July 7th through the 9th, so join us. It's in a couple weeks. Join us this summer for a memorable weekend at our Camp for Indoor Kids featuring 15-plus live shows, special meet and greets, exclusive parties, fun panels, and much more. Sort of like a big carnivals, the vibe that I'm getting, okay? With guests ranging from your favorite RT groups like Funhouse uh, and Achievement Hunter, and to friends like Therapy Gecko and Super Carlin Bros, the new rock stars, uh, RTX 2023 is an event you don't want to miss. Badges for the three-day fun fest are available for as low as $55. Thanks for listening to get us excited about RTX. We're looking forward to meeting all of you there. Head on over to RTXAustin.com to get more information about the event and buy your badge. All right, thanks to those sponsors. Welcome back. Make sure you go watch Barbie RPG. The Barbie, it is out now. The Barbie G. The first episode's out Bar now. PG. The Barbie G. And it's on the Funhouse two, two YouTube yeah. channel. <laughs> Funhouse 2. Well, so it's all right here on the same debate. channel. Yeah. It's right here on the same we channel. You don't need to get into that. You can watch it. Well, people should just know where they want to watch it. They should they also look out for our Oppenheimer RPG. <laughs> <laughs> we actually did recreate a nuclear explosion inside our office. But then, Trump Nolan couldn't get a fucking bomb, mm -hmm. and we got a bomb. Yeah, and now you wonder why did they have to move? But then <laughs> Oppenheimer was accused of creating the atom bomb, so he had to go on the lamb, and his two best friends <laughs> had to try to clear his name. And then they found out that the accusations were true. Yeah. 
<laughs> and then he was like, oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. I did do it. <laughs> I am become... Uh, Barbie yeah. destroyer of Me cans. Destroyer. So, yeah, no, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just free, freewheeling over. Yeah. Here. Now, at the risk of dating this podcast, which I think, how could you not date a podcast? Pretty much, like podcast is out when it's out, and then it won't be really relevant at some point. I feel like it'd be cheap. But I was just gonna say that the Barbie movie is coming out soon, and I, I regret that I, I was just gonna say I regret that I watched the trailer. I wish I didn't watch the trailer. You think it spoils? I feel like I understand. I have an expectation of the story yeah. now, and I wish it just didn't. You want to be surprised? It. I just wanted to be like Barbie. I don't need to know anything about I it. Hardly know her. Barbie, I hardly <laughs> know me. I understand <laughs> that feeling. I understand that feeling. I I hope that we'll get surprised with this movie. But. I hope so too. I mean, it's got a lot of like fun elements. It looks like it's going to be really fun. So I'm hoping that it will be fun. You know, I just realized the Barbie RPG is filled with tetartagonists. Each Ken is the fourth most important okay. character. So that's where I was like, what was the deuteragonist? Barbie, Georgette, and Candy are the three most important characters. We all know that, Charlotte. Try to keep up. I'm sorry. Who's the deuteragonist? <laughs> where did you learn about Tetartagonist? I was <laughs> Who taught I was you? doing I was doing some research on a Law and Order SVU episode <laughs> that starred Brian Dennehy. And then I found out that he played Django in Ratatouille, and I'm like, who the hell was that? And I searched Django Ratatouille, and it said, Django is Remy and Emile's father in Ratatouille. He is the tetartagonist of the story. And I said, what the hell? <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> is at that all. what you named Remy? It's after? the fourth most important. Remy is named after Remy from Ratatouille, and then Gambit from the X Men. Right. Yeah. Gambit he has two the sides. The oh, shall we? Familiar with Gambit? <laughs> I'm not familiar with X Men really that mm. much. Sorry, X-Men heads. Sorry, X-Men heads. Sorry, X-Men heads. Sorry, X-Men heads. Maybe we'll change his name. You're going to change Remy's name? Maybe. Really? Maybe. Remy but, is but the... But you have all those uh, custom butters? shirts. But maybe butters. Try, try to, is <laughs> it tritagonist? Well, you all know with dogs and pets, you, you start out with, here's their name, and then by the end of it, you're like calling them like... Oh, you got a you nickname. Know. Yeah. Sometimes What's I nickname? call... I have a hundred for him. <laughs> oh, see, and I don't have the that Rimster? many for my dog. Uh, but you, one thing, name I do call her sometimes, and it's because fucking John Smith called her this one time, and sometimes I go, Arliss. Oh, like a show Arliss? Because <laughs> one time he called her Arliss, he's like, where's Arliss? And I'm like, that's not her name. I call Remy everything. I call him like Spud or Chibo Express, which is a restaurant Spud. downtown Burbank. Dude, <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> Like no. Chibo Express. My guitar teacher's cat. Uh, I'm not gonna dox the cat, <laughs> but one of the names they have for it is Classic Rock FM. Oh, I love that. <laughs> it's just, just so good. <laughs> anyway, no. that's, that's how do we get on Tetartagonist? Tetartagonist. The Kens are all Tetartagonist. Wait, no, I did have a question to keep derailing us. How do you go about researching? Law and Order SVU. I didn't know who the actor was. There's so, so many So you're just like episodes. IMDb Brian, or is there a special Law and Order I searched part of the Law and Internet? Order SVU in the name of the episode, oh. which is one word. The real heads, they know that. It's and one it word. was an episode where Brian Dennehy is on his deathbed. He tells a priest who tells Stabler that he has a confession. He turns out to have been one of the Fedora bandits in the 70s and hit, oh. the, hit a string of 13 bank oh robberies. God. And I'm like, who is this guy? Yeah. And I was like, oh, he's the dude from First Blood. Yes. Okay. He's the he's the cat, police the captain. Yeah. Wait, Charlotte, remember the one I forgot time you're that just now watching Rambo. Wasn't it you the one time that you told me that there was an old guy that you were thinking of and you couldn't remember the name of? Oh, now I can't remember anymore. The guy <laughs> from a uh, fucking I couldn't remember any movies he was in or his name. Uh, he's in uh, just that he was Magnolia. Old. He's the game show host. 
Philip Seymour. No, no, Philip Seymour Hoffman, but Philip Baker, something. Philip Baker Hall. Is that it? Oops. Yeah, look up Philip Baker Hall. Oh yeah, there he is. There he is. Oops. I that this one was driving. Yes, I do remember that. This one was driving me nuts because I was like, I'm thinking of an old guy. I can't remember what he looks like. I, no, I can only remember that. But you can't search that yet because technology's not there. Well, there was a time where the internet, like pre IMDb, sort of, where like you just had to hope that some psychopath made a GeoCities where they put an episode guide <laughs> where they just yeah. like wrote out summaries for the TV show they yeah. were obsessed yeah, with. I mean, I remember pre streaming, my dad would always tell me about the Festivus episode of Seinfeld. I'm like, oh, it's so cool. How can I watch it? He's like, ah, maybe it'll come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, gonna tune in every day for like, the rest of your life. Yeah, he's like, I don't feel like buying it, the box set. So maybe one day it'll be on TV. <laughs> and Damn. I was like, All right, until that day, I'm just gonna wait. How many VHSs do you think the box set of Seinfeld was? Uh, did he, he ever come to VHS? Did it must have. Yeah, it must have. I feel like I had a season on DVD. What's right? a season? Three tapes, four tapes. <laughs> Five, six tapes. I'm Googling it. Seinfeld, <laughs> Seinfeld VHS box set. Oh my God, I have a fill a bookshelf. You have to buy Seasons the shelf one. like that. Yeah. Oh, see, these Custom are still shelf? DVDs. They're not showing yeah, me I don't VHS. Know I know Ryan does this podcast. Do you talk about trying to rob the soup Nazi when we went to that comic book oh, yeah. convention in Anaheim? No. What? He like paid for a picture of the, with a soup Nazi, but then tried to walk away without paying him. And like the soup Nazi was holding on to the twenty dollar bill, trying to oh what from Ryan's hands. He was actually trying to get banned from the soup Nazi's photo line. <laughs> Why was he trip. trying to give him a twenty dollar and then not keep? That's how much it cost to get your picture with him. It might have been forty dollars. Oh my, my, my brother got a picture with Charles Martinet and had to pay for Who? it. Uh, voice of voice Mario, Mario. Oh. <laughs> had a, a convention in the middle of Pennsylvania, oh. like not one of the cities, and like. It was just like, oh, it's, yeah, I guess he's got to make his buck. Voice actors don't get paid that much, you know. But I'm like, ah, it sucks that my brother had to, like, pay to, like, get a picture with this guy. But then, shouts out my brother who found him staying in the same hotel as him and went and bothered him at breakfast. Oh, really God. cool thing for my brother to do. Oh, <laughs> he's God. like, yeah, he was right there. I could go talk to him. I was like, oh, I like how you went, you went and dox your piano teacher's cat, but you're like, I'll call him my brother. <laughs> I didn't say his name. Classic rock. <laughs> <laughs> well, I couldn't find any uh, pictures or references of Seinfeld VHS oh, come on. But, box sets, but what, have you guys seen the VHS box set of Must Be Dice Princess Rescue <laughs> Quest? No, that, yeah, that's got to be a lot. Of um, I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the previous seasons and stories that I know have been done on Must Be Dice. And Dan, you DM'd the last one. That was, no, there was Forgotten Planet. Sorry. Forgotten Planet. John's but then not here. Truly forgotten but, now. But I in the that. fall, there was the, yeah, um, Princess Rescue Quest. Armando DM'd two. One was Paradise Path. One was Camp Kiki Mama. Yeah, because there was the weird, like, proto version of Must yeah. Be Dice, which was, like, right. weird offshoots. We were calling it Bored as Hell, I think. Or it was like had Board as Hell. Board as Hell presents blah blah blah. But we did like the there was like a Halloween candy and then there was Camp Kiki mm -hmm. Mama and yeah. lasers and feelings. Mothman. I feel like I don't remember if Mothman was was that. It was a bit later. It was later. It might have been yeah. between one and two. Of <laughs> but I think that's where the idea came from. Is like we like doing these short little bits and yeah. it kind of. I honestly think it should get back to that maybe where we do one less on complicated things, more like one or two little bits of something and then move on yeah. to something else. I mean, I think we should do like an anthology season. I of think one that'd be really cool. And like maybe one could be a two-parter. 
I, I mean, I think that'd be great. I think that was more of like my pitch for the show, but then yeah. I think Armando well, ran with doing a more complicated, longer. Yeah. And that's honestly the, the thing that seems to build success for these RPG shows is sticking with some character for a long time. Right, like but then it's like story, ha- but two people or two or three or four people have to be dedicated to be doing that. Yeah. And we got 11 people here, but still having only four <laughs> people be responsible for one thing for like a year plus, that seems like a lot of responsibility. Critical Role came at a time where they were experimenting with content there and they, I mean, they do it in the evenings too, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's not even, not even. They were doing it after their day job. Yeah. So like that's a whole other beast. And I do think though that having a dedicated, consistent cast that you follow is super important because people get invested in the characters, a story. and then they develop that parasocial relationship with the actors, which you know, a little creepy. That's it. Which Speaking we definitely of see doxing, it. you can find <laughs> us. <laughs> well, and one thing that I do like about the experience of doing the D and D here, and I've only done two full ones where I was part of it, because the only other time that we did like role playing that I was a part of was um, our cameo as the twin giant sisters. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I forgot about in that. Super Princess Rescue. We still have that Quest. costume. So uncomfortable. Which I made. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other one was King's Dilemma, which was a board game, but we would, we added like role playing yeah, elements. That was to it. that was fun. That. I think that about the really Ashers fun. a lot. Yeah, <laughs> really? really? Well, fun. I'm I'm reading. I just, just started reading the Expanse, uh, and like there's oh, okay. always the talk of the Belters, like yeah. who've become like they're so long. They're long, yeah, but they're becoming so physiologically and culturally different that they're starting to become a different species, and like the Ashers and King. Dilemma started to really have their own. How do you remember own... anything about that experience? That is because blank, Ryan blank. seared it into my mind with <laughs> chocolate that's the only, syrup actually, and whipped cream. That's the only thing oh. I remember. Well, you were right there next to it. Well, and so well, sorry. All I was gonna say was that um, what I like about it is like the truncated. Like, here's the story. We started it. We ended it. I also like the journey that I'm on now in my personal life with our Star Wars campaign. Sounds which like is you don't though. The one that I'm doing. <laughs> Here's the thing: is I, I wasn't I think invited. I go back and forth. <laughs> I think I go back I and hear forth. You're problematic because I it's. Uh, I don't wanna, not on camera. Not not on mic. <laughs> we've been doing this. It'll be about a year next wow. month. It, so your boyfriend's running Star Wars RPG? So it's a Star Wars RPG. Now, I get to play with Jacob Fullerton. And if you know Jacob Fullerton, he's big Star Wars head. What? And also, my boyfriend's a big Star Wars head. So he really knows the world. Jacob really knows the world. And then Jacob's fiance, me, and Rick are just like... Mm-hmm. Are Jacob and Kim uh, correcting each other all the time? No, they, they play really, like, they'll go this, and they're like, yeah, that. Oh, I didn't know they, it was a, They wish the three of you weren't there. Yeah. 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 They want to pare <laughs> down <laughs> cast. It is weird seeing yeah. you guys, like, get approach, like, the Jacob levels of specificity, because you're like, oh, Trandoshans and Nar Shada, and it's like, what the yeah. I also take personal like, issue with now more. that Lindsay knows more things about Star Wars. I don't like it. She points out weird, like, things, and, like, tertiary things <laughs> in the Star Wars universe. She's like, oh, there's a glue And I'm like, shut the fuck We up. don't like who you're becoming, Lindsay. That's not who you are, Lindsay. <laughs> we need to recalibrate <laughs> you. You happened. like plants, <laughs> when we were dogs. Doing, we're going to go beat up some nerds, <laughs> When we were okay? doing the Jedi Academy <laughs> Jedi show, Academy. you're like, oh, there's that character from that race. And I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> She's not supposed to know this. She's supposed to be as out of her element as Ryan. And it's like always... it's like Miles Morales getting bit by the spider from the other universe. Yeah. It's like you're not supposed to. This no. was not supposed to happen in this timeline. <laughs> it's cool. It's just like I I'm like when does at, at what point do you decide that the story ends? And obviously the the DM does it, but I'm like 
what's the longest campaign you've ever played for fun or for a video? Oh, for me, it would be like tabletop adventures, I guess, like a game trailer is when you know. How we, long did that like go? 30 did 30 something episodes. I think like like Dungeons and Daddies, who I'm like pals with, they, I think for them, they they go to like 60 episodes or whatever. They like find their natural conclusion. But then, you know, Drawfee does Draw Detectives, which I've been on, and they, they Julia maps out. Oh, that we're shit's doing, great. Oh, she's so good at it. She's so good at it. She maps out, we're doing 10 episodes. And then like with Hyper doing like Coloc, it was, we're doing 20 episodes. Like it's, it's mapping out. And how, you know, how, what's the frequency of those? Is it weekly? For like for those, for those like shows, twenty shows. when it's thirty. Yeah, I forget like, how many of these um, you've done, Elise. This is I crazy, know, honestly. It, it, uh, for for draw detectives, I think it's it's like Julia filming it or them recording it when like they they can because uh. then they have to just draw all of it. Um, and then greasy for I know. Um, and with Dungeons and Daddies, it's like weekly they're doing it. So and have with, you been on Dungeons and Daddies? Yeah, I've I've done a couple things with them. The same character? Do you just like pop um, in as I've done characters? a couple different ones. And you said, Freddie, you owe me. I, I like, <laughs> like to, I me, made to me, there's nothing more fun than going into some somebody else's and just being like, hoo like I'm the candy man, you can't catch me. And then you get to leave <laughs> yeah. and yep. never yeah. have to yep. do it again. And then like, you could be like referenced. Yeah. But like it's very oh, it's just like there there was one time where my character that I did with them. They they were mentioning her and texting with her, so they texted me in real time, and were like, and like sent me a real creepy text message oh, no. that was like 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 how come you won't go to the dance with me or something something like that, yeah. and I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and then I get a second message that was like, it's ready, <laughs> like we're RPing right now, <laughs> and, like this is my character asking That's the cutest your character. nerd shit. Yeah, and it's like so so reply reply in your character what your character would say. Yeah. So then I'm like texting back and forth, and we're having this really weird. Did you get paid for that, teenager? No. Wow. <laughs> right. Oh man, Ooh, I, I will I will appear in anyone's RPG for free. It's just fun. Aww. It's fun. Like like. Being having and having no no pressure to think, okay, I gotta set up all this stuff and I gotta yeah. forward something along. Like it's so fun just to like pop in and do a little shtick. Are you yeah. doing anything with them on RTX? No, because I don't think any of our schedules align, which sucks because I was talking with Beth about it and she's like, I wanna do stuff with you. And I'm like, I wanna do stuff with you too, but I don't think anybody considered that. Dang. Yeah. It's oh. bummer. But I yeah. So I'm, what's the what's the best one? Best one. You've done like you've been in more RPGs than anyone I've ever met in my entire Barbie. life. It's the Barbie. one that she hasn't done yet that Barbie. I DM. <laughs> oh my god! I think Lindsay. I think Lindsay DMing would be amazing. <laughs> Lindsay would be as good at DMing as I would be bad at DMing. <laughs> I think you would be good at it so, too. Uh. Uh. Well, I probably could. Here's, like great. here's what I think. Would be I, I just like playing too much. What I think would be amazing That's as good. a as a RPG from Funhouse. Lindsay's the DM, right? Mm. So picture she's your narrator, she's your world build builder, she's giving you this whole universe, telling you the story. The goddess. Charlotte is NPC performer. Oh. So rather oh. I would in a heartbeat. So <laughs> you're crafting the story, Lindsay, and then you go to Charlotte, like, okay, well, in this episode, here's who I think the NPC mm. is gonna be, and I and I want you to play them and and you guys develop that together. But then when you're doing the show, the episode, 
you know, Charlotte's always come in with all these different characters. That's why I think I personally, as an outsider, feel like your strengths would be different. Not that not that you wouldn't do the NPCs great too, but RPG with Char as characters. That's a fun idea. It's like what what if you could get a series. Where Charlotte plays 120 people. <laughs> we do. We, we we'll just did. Part we well. just did Barbie. We do the split RPG universe oh. for James McAvoy. Ooh, <laughs> James Split. Oh, Charlotte McAvoy, the glass man. We all play the and... the girls you've kidnapped. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll play them, and I'll just play any character from a movie. I'll Let's do see. James Franco from Spring Break. Jumper, Frank jumper Frank. RPG. <laughs> jumper RPG, yeah. Jumper RPG. That would be what cool is the, and What is the worst movie we could make an RPG of? I could look that up. Birth of a Nation. I could oh probably God. find some shit that I watched in my high school days, middle school days, and do an RPG based on those universes. I actually, I know I said that like doing it as content creation has ruined it for me, but I think maybe one day when my, my many pursuits quiet down and I stop doing everything constantly, I'll ha- find the time to do like a weekly or semi-regular tabletop thing. Because like it's, I've realized like how much people do it and like how like tight-knit those little groups become. And I have trouble making friends. <laughs> you know, I don't just get paid to hang out with people constantly. Like I'm lucky I was placed in a place where I could be friends with you guys. But like, I'm like, I should really try to get into one of those. It seems like a really fun vibe. But then I think once I got into it, I would want it to be recorded. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, this is too good. I'm too I funny for this to be recently. wasted on these chumps. Mm-hmm. For the first time in my life, I'm playing like a long game where we've played for like a couple of months, and it's so fucking funny that I'm like, we could be making money off it. It's like, a we shame should, we no one's seeing this, this too. Yeah, because I mean, we're just loving it and dying laughing and making each other laugh. For, some you things know, are just for, for you, so long. You know? well, and that's true, and it's really fun, but I'm like, this is good. People would enjoy it. And yes. the company owns everything you do. Yeah, that's true. They might. And so, well, so you gave a lot of examples of really long um, play sessions that you've done for videos. But have you done like a really long one, or have you done it for yourself? No, I've never done it for myself. Never done it She's for been yourself? invited a few times. Do you want to come comes. be in a, a cameo in Star Wars? Which you can do that too. That would be fun. Can I? <laughs> Star Wars. Why don't you guys hang out and like eat food? So that, what Star Wars character do you want to be like in Lindsay's Star Wars oh, show? No. This seems like a lurch. I'll come be a character. Be a Jawa. You could be a Jawa. I'll ask him and I'll ask him to like write something for you guys to do. Be really maybe funny. being an Ewok would be funny. <gasps> maybe you don't say anything. Oh. Maybe Elise and I can be like whatever the species that Greg Proops is ahead of at the pod <laughs> racing thing and we'll just be a two-headed comic. I only play two-headed characters. Maybe we're the ones that sit on the couch and like snack while they play. Oh, I like that character. <laughs> I mean, that I'm was, asking that's my like boyfriend my right no, now. No. Yes. Oh, Star am. Wars? No, ask know. him. Come on. It would be so fun. Star Wars. I like being typecast into two-headed. We'll be like the Jack Black and Lizzo of their RPG, where people will say, this series has gone to shit. I'm so tired of Star Wars. I'm so tired of Star Wars. Oh, I can't stand it. And I just went went to Disneyland last week, and it was very cool. But even now, after seeing the Millennium Falcon inside and out in real life. You got to go inside? You get to fly so it and smuggle around. Oh, I can't. Yeah. I, 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 can't I can't that believe that you guys are doing Star Wars RPG. I mean, I we've been doing it for a year, it. so it's like we started this before even the first season of Star Boys, I think. So we've been doing it for a long time. Anyways, um, what's <laughs> this, what's your greatest achievement in Star Wars Land? What are you guys doing? What are we doing? Gosh, Rick, what are we doing right now? 
Does anybody, what happened? Anybody bone in this game? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that'll sweeten Give the Give me pot. those deets. Yeah. <laughs> the game I'm playing in, we fuck around so much, we literally make no progress in the story. Like, we're See, supposedly that. playing one of these giant books, and there's no way we're making any progress, because we, we're all idiots, and we make zero progress. And that's I, what makes it fun. I can't remember that's what's happening right news. now. Because now, I'm in the headspace, and you said book, I'm thinking like, Damn, a, an evil dead tabletop <laughs> would be really fun with the Necronomicon. We're on Coruscant. That's what he gave me an update. That's what we're doing right now. But I don't remember. That's what not, well, no, he that's first, not he doing said, something. First, he said, um, maybe. Oh, that was. Oh, you got a maybe, Elise? That was his response. If he could do it, if he could do it, he does, he's doubting his ability to like write a character. You can't oh, just let us rip and roll, no, baby. That's okay. Come on. I, I, I'm She's like, actually, never mind. I don't want. Well, I, Star Wars, I would feed you. Star Wars. Lens? You could be Java. You could be a three hours. You could be a hut. Well, no, our portion, would be, and no our portion would be 12 it? minutes. <laughs> and I'm not making any money. What a money. <laughs> if, if a D&D campaign falls in the woods and no one's around to watch it and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> no one subs, was it? Then the it? only thing that happens is Lindsay's drunk at the end of the night. <laughs> and sleepy. <laughs> and sleepy, which goes hand in hand sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Your famous saying, I'm sleep. I'm, I'm so <laughs> sleep right I'm now. Sleep. I'm eepy. <laughs> Um, I just learned that when the kids are saying that. What is it? EP is when you're tired. EP. Yeah, They're just oh. taking the That's S. just baby talk. I'm yeah. Yeah. Make sure I'm not saying anything fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you saying something fucked up? Anyways. No, no, it just means sleepy. It, it's a internet slang. I do really so, like It's like a picture of a cat. It's say, why he EP? And it's a cat that <laughs> looks, t- looks tired. Uh, Sleep I, is funnier, I think. I like when the RPGs are mysteries. If somebody wants to do a really, really awesome locked room mystery RPG, I want to play. I want to be one of your players in that. Can we bring back your um? What's the Undertaker's manager character? Graham Reaper. Oh yeah, yeah, we did Murder from the Top Rope. I forgot about that. Do we still have those ropes? Rick saved them for a while. Okay, Rick, do we have those? You know what else? He's not I have, answering me. Actually, that oh. I bought years ago, a Wet Hot American Summer RPG. Oh, that somebody, that's yeah. this exists. Yes, it's like a whole book like a that somebody camp? made of. You know, you're playing. I guess you're playing counselors in the Wet that's Hot American Summer. Can I be? G- can I be Janine Groff? Well, no, wait. Can I be David Hyde Pierce? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I said no. <laughs> <laughs> Everything well, you toss becomes a terracotta pot. Yes, God. So <laughs> fuck. I gotta watch that shit again. It's so, so good. I never Funny. finished the show. Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff, though, I feel like would be really fun to role play. Like, yeah. I would want to yeah. do, like, an office space one where it's the most mundane and, like, the villain is, like, the boss and you have to, like, fake your <laughs> and way. It's office politics, too. Oh, so yeah, it's, it's like it's, somebody left a sandwich in the fridge and it is rotten. Someone and, burned popcorn yeah. in the fucking microwave. Yeah, so who did yeah. that? Real drama that happened oh, today? Here today. That was right me. Now? That was me. Elise. 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 That was villain. Me. Wait, wait, tell me, tell me. As if it's bad me. enough, we don't have a toaster. So here's, <laughs> you yeah, we can't have a toaster. So here's what I was going to do is I was going to, I saw this one lone bag of popcorn in the cupboard and I'm like, I'm going to make this popcorn and I'm going to bring it over to everybody. So I do it. It burns. I don't know what's going on with this bag. It burns up, right? Trick so, bag? so the bag is oh, it could be it's smoking. Yeah. It's like smoking out of this bag, smoking. right? So I put it in the sink. It's smoking, How long smoking. Did you go for? Just four minutes. minutes. It said four. It said four minutes. Four, four minutes, minutes is too long. You got to two and a half. Even I, then, it gets. A I little use the popcorn crispy. setting or whatever. Never oh, use the no. popcorn. Oh, you can't trust so, the microwave. So I throw the bag in the sink. 
I empty it's but it's smoking. I'm and I'm like there's a there's a smoke detector that I'm like is this going to set this off? I need to do something here. So I dump all the popcorn down the garbage disposal. Down the gullet. So I run the garbage disposal. But does it still smell smoky in there? Tell me oh, yeah, it tell bad. me how it smells. Like, I walked well, in there. It kind of smoky over here. And I was had actually that kill bill siren went off. Yeah, but I, I was going to come in and say who the fuck? You said something? You reacted? I was gonna, well, I was gonna come in here and say something, but then I forgot on the walk. This was a, gonna be a classic murder mystery. Like, we tr- we we tracked the trail of popcorn kernels. And, like, oh, man, leads, I shouldn't have said it anything. It to Elise's desk. Well, for a while, there were- th- And there's, like, soot <laughs> outside of her office. For a while, there were a few forks and who a plate. Who were the suspects? Uh, oh, I did not leave any dishes or- No, 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 but there. I'm saying back when that happened, that was a big thing oh, yeah. here. So I suspected- John Holland, just because I see him use the microwave a lot. Okay. I suspected Gabs because she was like, I got to figure out what I'm going to eat. And like, maybe she figured maybe out popcorn. Maybe she found popcorn. The... I never would have suspected. did start Sherlocking it. Sweet Elise. Elise. I didn't, I wouldn't have suspected me either. Look and I'm guilty. I should have tried to like get, get in on it and be like, you know what, guys? I think it's, it could be James. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know where it hitches is that he's you, gone were, wicked with you were doing it for others, which would have made it impossible to deduce because we can only uh, uh, divine. Selfish motives. No. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> who's making popcorn so, to eat? But it really made it made you all upset that there was a smell of burnt popcorn. Oh, I, I actually I it didn't step. bother me I, that much. I have a violent. Re- I worked at movie like, theater for a few it years. Yeah, it upset yeah. me how much it was going to bother Dan. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I just was like, I can smell somebody burn something, I was raging. and then I walked away. Um, but you know, maybe maybe we'll write it out. Maybe we'll hash it out in another season of uh, RPG. Or I thought something. we got a toaster. I think it's perfect for the office. An office politics. Office one politics would be really funny. Yeah. So I've got that on the brain. I've got the uh, develop RPG with Shara's NPC characters, I mean, and it's a mystery. I say <laughs> you put them together, and I can play the most boring people you could ever think of. <laughs> well, there's a new manager in the office. Oh my yeah. god. It's like the office. In this office? And the old manager's Are we dead. playing our, everyone's <laughs> playing a different person in the office? Yeah. yeah, I think it's like we play like office workers in your traditional office. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think like, any of us like have ever worked like in an office. Pa- maybe That's you make paper so oh, We've never slayed a dragon, Dan. We've never. <laughs> maybe it's a paper yeah. factory or a paper mill. Maybe it's a paper mill. Maybe it's in Pennsylvania. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you make that Where are you thing? going with this? Uh, maybe it's in Scranton. <laughs> Anyways, you can watch the rest of the Barbie RPG series. Uh, that'll be coming out over the next few weeks. You can listen to it. You can listen to it wherever you listen to your audio podcasts. We'll re- be releasing a children's book version illustrated <laughs> by... A uh, book. Golden Book. It's illustrated by... Book. You know when the, the, that experiment where they put spiders on drugs to see how it oh, affected yeah. their webs? They Caffeine. did the <laughs> illustrations. <laughs> It's just the salvia spiders. <laughs> There's also a post show on roosterteeth.com. That's right. There's a little post show that we do for every episode where we just chit chat a little bit about the episode. Um, thank you for reminding me of that. Anything else you want to add about Bar PG or um, the future? I'm still upset about Bar yeah, I'm mad. Well, you have a barbecue. It's barbecue. <laughs> no, I Hell just appreciate yeah. so much. Yeah. Like, obviously, like Dan let me do it and Finally supporting got you it. To do it. <laughs> you just got me on the train. Mm-hmm. That's a little League of Their Own reference. And um, <laughs> and Charlotte Lindsay like you guys are knocked really, it really out. Good. It was fun. Really, really good. Well, there were there were very good invisible guide rails it's, that as, as just allowed have, us yeah. to just play. I, as someone that didn't really like have a motivation to DM and really prefers playing, it was like such a joy to have you to. The you were so I, natural at it though, yeah. so that's why it's, it's you didn't ever want to do that. Really I want to do it because I want to be controlling. I want to be silly. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be, you would be not you because of the no. part. 
No. I feel like I like hosting, so I feel you, like you, I, I yeah. would like to, you know, you curate an experience. I, I would I love to be really good to at have it. UGM. I love being silly, That'd which is why Lindsay I like next? doing the... You are a silly goose. I, I, we are, we're trying to figure out what's next. For we'll must figure be out dice. what's next mm-hmm. for Must Be Dice. In the meantime, you can enjoy the full run of that. And all the old series that are on the you Evergreen. know Fun, Fun House 2 channel and the Fun House channel. Um, so go check those out. And thank you for joining for this very fun episode. Thank you. And Charlotte, right. where can people find more of you? Me? <laughs> um, uh, oh. Law.order.geocity. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can find me writing articles about Brian Dennehy and his appearances on procedural uh, crime television. Are you actually asking me? No. Other places I mean, that he's I mean, the tetartagonist. I was just, I was just, yeah, I was just taken off guard. You know, no, I'm going to take what the plug. Show. I'm going to take the plug. Watch what a show. Listen to Mom's Home. Okay. Excellent. Good, good tips. Does anybody else have great. any side hustles? Because I ain't got nothing. I go home and no. play Star I'm Wars DMV. Well, I, I would be podcasting about the missing Titanic researchers, but <laughs> I don't have one of those oh, anymore. Oh, my God. <laughs> Start uh-uh. doing this, you're definitely podcast. dating this by now, because who knows? Oh, gosh. All oh, right, we got to wrap sorry. this up. Uh, thanks for hanging out for this very fun Take episode. Take it out. <laughs> Dan, much, Charlotte, and tune in next week for just another episode of the Fun House Podcast. All right.